Hi, we're George and Jess, and after doing a morning radio show together for over a decade, we found our new home on the George and Jess podcast. We are a married couple exploring the ins and outs of balancing kids, marriage, and careers. So join us for adventures in the kitchen, at home, traveling, and more. Pull up a chair, grab a cup of coffee. It's time to get real about life, love, and the world around us. If you could go back in time and have a conversation with your younger self, what would you tell yourself? God, this is a good question. I feel like I have so many things. What's what's some of the advice? Because, I mean, can you imagine setting down with yourself for a couple hours or even just an hour and just having a conversation? It'd be weird, to, but just try to... Right. Just try to think about the advice that you would give yourself because with all of your life experience. Because of everything you know now that you didn't know then. And you could go back 10 years, 15 years, 20 years. Right. What would you say? Where where would you begin? Right? Right? There's like, there's small things, there's really big things. It's easy to look back and be hard on yourself, but you can't do that because you wouldn't be where you are today with the knowledge that you have today if you didn't have those life experiences to teach you. True. But the real trick is to think about what you've learned so far and the advice you would give your younger self and try and figure out what your future self would tell you now. I think that's the position a lot of parents feel like they're in with their own kids. You know, you're right? like, I, I want I want to get wiser, be more wise and learn from my younger self. Mike, I know what I'm talking about. I've been there. I have been in that exact situation. And I now it makes me, you know, my my dad always told me, and you've heard this because it's been this is a phrase that has been uttered millions of times, I'm sure. But the older you get, the wiser your parents get, mm-hmm. right? I mean, and, and that there's a lot of truth. It's so true. There is a lot of truth to that because they've been there yep. and they have that life experience. And that's where it comes from. Wisdom comes from life experience. It really does. That's how you get, you know, well, it's, it's made you who you are. Completely. Right. And it will continue to do so. Right. Which is kind of the scary part. (laughs) You're like, well, what else do I have to learn? So when you do think about that and and you sat down with your, with your young self, what, what's some of the advice that you would give yourself? I would tell myself, don't change yourself to please the people around you or to fit in or blend in with the people around you. That would be my first advice. So you, you, why did, were you a bit of a chameleon? You actually called me that once. Because you are kind of, you, well, well, I'll, I'll say this, doing what you and I did for decades, you had to be. You had to be. You had to be able to fit in in a lot of different crowds, in a lot of different situations. But even before I did that, like as as an even younger person, like I would take on personality traits from, from like people I hung around with or guys that I was dating. Like if I dated right. a guy with a motorcycle, all of a sudden I would need a leather coat, a leather jacket or Harley boots. My sister's in her 50s and she's still doing that. But it's, it's, it happens. And it's like, right. especially if you're like not quite sure who you are or not quite confident to be who you are. Right. It's, it's super easy for it to happen. Right. And so I would tell myself, 
don't do that. Like figure out who you are and what you like and what you want and just be that person. I think don't become someone different to be who around different people. Yeah, I think uh I, I think the first thing I would do would be try to offer myself some encouragement. Mm-hmm. You know? Because growing up in, you know, rural northern way, northern Minnesota, there wasn't a lot of options. And it was, you know, back then there was not the internet. We didn't have cable television. That didn't even exist up there, right? I I grew up without it too. So the only really contact I had was the, you know, the big three networks when they, when, when the reception was good enough for them to come in. When you could get the antenna in the right spot. And by the way, God, we're sold. (laughs) For the younger people, by the way, that's CBS, ABC, and NBC. That's all there was. That's all there was. That's all there was. And we couldn't necessarily get all three of them at once. So I, you're, you're. A lot of, and this is going to really date myself here and kind of put myself in a position to where you'll you'll kind of understand, but most of the uh, news and everything that was brought in from the outside world, a lot of it was the newspaper. I'm not kidding. That's so we got, weird. We had the Duluth News Tribune and Herald came one day late every day to our local general store. So we never had the current paper. Uh-huh. It was always the following day. That And that was... Oh, the, which is insane. Yeah, now you get news like bananas. within seconds of something happening. You have access to it. Right. So, you know? So, you know, on that note, it was, it was easy to get discouraged when you really didn't have a whole lot of an idea what was... Uh-huh. What, what the world was like beyond... The, the country in northern Minnesota. I, I, so true. You know, you don't, back then, you the only way you would know is if you ventured off. Mm-hmm. I mean, you would hear stories. A lot of it was, you know, what you would what you would hear from other people. Or I mean, some books, of the older people, right? Or, or magazines. Books. Yeah, I read a ton of magazines growing up. I loved magazines. Yeah, I had subscriptions to Sports Illustrated, Popular Mechanics, things like that. My right? grandparents got Newsweek, and I was so into that. I would like hoard them after they were done with them. I would read through them and get, get up get up to date on the current events, which weren't current anymore. No. They were weeks and months old. So back to our original okay, topic. So you would give yourself some encouragement. I I, I would be, and, and the reason I say that, I, I would honestly tell myself this: it'll get better, because there were times that I I was frustrated and I thought, my God, what am I going to do? Why am I different? than a lot of these other guys, mm-hmm. right? Like, for example, when I was growing up, I did not like to work on cars. And it was a big thing. I mean, you're talking, you go back, you know, 40 years ago, and you get into the 80s, and and, and that, was a, that was a big thing mm-hmm. because that was something that was inherited from the 60s and 70s, and it was a, a generational thing. Like, guys work on the cars. I love cars. I really like nice cars, even especially some of the stuff they make today. But I've never wanted to work on them. Yeah. <laughs> I want to drive them. Yep. That's what I want to do. Yep. I don't want to work on them. <laughs> but that was a big thing. And they would always ask me, man, we're going we're gonna to paint or we're going to do this or we're going to change this part out. And I was like, I don't want any part of that. Yeah, I'm good. And my dad couldn't figure it out. He was like, what are you, you don't want to work on it? You don't want to go out and build cars? No, I don't. And that's okay. I know. 
Yeah. But, but at the time at when the t- everyone else is doing it, it's like so popular and normal. You feel like weird. Right. And I carried that with me even after I got out of high school, because again, you've been pretty sheltered, right? For, for a big chunk of your life anyways. And you, you just don't know what's out there. I remember we had like an audiovisual class and it was like a camcorder with VHS tapes in high school. And I loved it. Like I, I would be on camera and I would do like fake newscasts and like tours of the school. And I loved it. And like other students would like make fun of me basically for wanting to do that. Sure. And so then I would like pull back. Like I, this, you know, I'm weird. I, I have to stop being so weird. And in hindsight, I wasn't weird. It was just what I enjoyed. In a nutshell, I think both you and I can relate to this. If you go back, you know, far enough, it was very difficult for kids with creative minds in rural environments. It was. It was. That's specifically and because I, you didn't have access to a lot of the the stuff that kids have today, specifically theater and all that other thing. Yeah, Everything completely. that goes with it, music, all of it, right? We had it on a very limited basis, but mm-hmm. nobody paid attention to it. And The kids uh, who, yeah. who who thrived in it were considered nerds in and, my yeah, school. Right? They and, were. And, and, the, and the boys in my school had no interest in any of that, mm-hmm. right? So encouragement. I would, I would tell myself, I would explain the situation that I was in. And I was like, I know what you're going through. But I'm going to tell you this, it's going to get better. And it, it will happen relatively soon because when I left and I joined, this is going to sound crazy, but when I joined the Marine the Marine Corps, I did find a lot of young men that were like me in the sense that they were all searching for something, mm-hmm. right? And we wanted out of where we were at. And that was our ticket out. Yeah. And it was a chance to be surrounded with a lot of guys from a lot of different areas and I met other guys who are now into filmmaking and doing all of these different things, right? And I was, and then they found out, I, due to social media, a good friend of mine who was one of the executive producers for Deadliest Catch. Which is so cool. Right. And he, I contacted him about, it was probably about a decade ago. And we, we connected on social media. And he was like, my God, I always wondered how your life unfolded. Oh, is that fun? Right, yeah. That is one of the fun things about social media. So that is for sure. And I would offer encouragement as far as my interests and my my career goals mm-hmm. and things like that. Although I probably wouldn't have listened right away. No, but, but it's just what you would tell yourself. Right. Whether it, or not you would have listened right. is a moot point. And, you know, and I think uh, with relationships, and I think a lot of people. Well, they, they, <laughs> I'm like, how am, much time do we am have? I hit, well, am I hitting home with this? Because I think when you're young, I think a lot of the feelings that you develop you know, your first uh, feelings for, uh, you know, I'm, I'm sure you had boyfriends and, gir- and with girlfriends and things like that. I Those feelings, when you think it's the end of the world. I know, and right? they are real feelings. Right, it is. And you don't know at that, you don't know at that time that you'll look back on that and be like, God, I was, I thought it, I thought it was all over. I thought it was the end. I thought for sure that was my destiny. Totally. And in reality, it wasn't. So you... I still, like, I had a a high school boyfriend, and we dated for, like, from my freshman year of high school to my freshman year of college. Wow. Like. Yeah. 
That's a commitment. He was a year older than me, and we dated that entire time. Yeah. So that's a long time, yes. especially at that age. Right. And like, we're still friends on Facebook, and I know his wife. And now they've got this like beautiful family. At that point, that was one quarter of your life. It was a long time. And we'll bump into each other every once in a while when I go back to my hometown. And it's like fun to catch up for a few minutes and say our our hellos and our goodbyes. Um, But, you know, like at the time when we ended our relationship, it was like earth shattering. Right. Like, we thought we were going to get married. Everyone in our families thought we were going to get married. But we grew apart. Right. I went to college in the Twin Cities. He stayed in our hometown. Like, we grew apart. But at the time, it felt like, how will we ever move on from this? Right. So, so in regards to that, what would you tell yourself? I mean, I don't have regrets as far as that. I'm I'm glad that it turned out the way that it did for both of us. But I would just say, like... It's not the end of the world ever. None right. of it is. Right. Like it's, it's all going to be okay. Right. And I, I would like to believe that I could convince myself because I don't know how I would have received that kind of information. Yeah. Cause at the time right? it does feel like, oh my God. But the, I mean, there, I mean, and I hate to, the, one of the reasons I did want to bring this conversation up is I didn't want people to all of a sudden be filled with regret. No. And because I, I, that's not what this is about. It's more, I think it's about what you've learned in life well, to this point and, and and the things that you could pass on to a younger you. Definitely. Yeah. I, and right. I, and I'm not definitely not coming from a place of regret on any of this, but I think another thing that I would tell a younger version of me is like, don't be in such a hurry. Like enjoy what you're doing, where you're at, because it's going to change faster than you think. Yeah. yeah. You know, like even even younger me when I first moved to the city where we live now, like I wanted to get married and I wanted to have kids and I wanted to settle down and like I was in this rush to like get to the next stage of my life. And I would right. tell myself like, slow down, like enjoy life as it is right now because when it changes, it's never going to be like this again. Right. I would also tell myself, to follow my sense of adventure, you know, cause not everybody, yeah. has, not everybody has that. There is a lot of people who grew up in one area and don't necessarily have that sense of adventure. And there's nothing wrong with that, by the way, I'm not, I'm not talking down to or criticizing anybody that feels like that because there's a lot of people that grow up in a village type atmosphere and they have a wonderful experience living their whole life there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But a lot of, but people are different again. And I always had that sense of adventure. And I'm like, I was always thinking to myself, I don't want to go to college anywhere near here. I don't want to do anything near here. I want to go far away from here. And I want to do uh, um, things that uh, some people might deem dangerous, Mm -hmm. right? But I want to live, right? I want to feel that exhilaration. And I would encourage myself. I'd be like, go do that. Yeah. Go. Even more than you did. Even more. and And I had... I lived quite the adventurous life, right? That's why I was asking. And I would also tell myself, because I delayed on this, to follow my heart and what I wanted to do. Because I was worried that I wouldn't make other people happy. Oh, the people pleaser. Right. I was a huge, that's another thing I would tell myself is, you don't have to please everybody. Right. (laughs) Can I tell myself from like two months ago that? No, but that's something that's really hard to, get away from no matter what. Right. 
Uh, also, I grew up in a, uh, you know, in a small town with a very conservative uh, church, right? And I got nothing against religion, you know, I, I don't. But I, even at that age, when I was, I'm talking 11 and 12, there was things in my mind that were telling me not everything they're telling you is r- probably right, mm-hmm. right? And as I grew up, I those feelings never went away, you know, and I and I felt, uh, I felt justified, right? I, I, those feelings were, anyways. And yeah. I was like, "This is I'm I was I was right." And I'm glad I stuck to my guns, right? So, and I mean, again, I'm not taking shots at anybody's religious upbringing. My dad was a man of deep rooted faith, mm-hmm. right? And I just, you know, we had our disagreements, but, uh, you know, I. At that point, I thought, when I was young, I thought, my God, am I going to be disowned, this, that? What, what's it going to be like when I get out into the world? And uh, no, it, it was fine. I bet there's e- everything's more, fine. I bet there's more people than you would guess that probably had similar yeah. paths right. in that area. I think that's, again, you know, off, off topic and, for a second here, but I think that a lot of the younger generation, specifically, I think millennials and Gen Z are figuring that out. Mm-hmm. And I like and that. And just making yeah. choices that suit them and their family. I, yeah, I agree. Uh, what else would you tell yourself? Oh, there's just so many things. I'm like, this is one that I'm still learning. But I would tell my younger self, don't worry about what other people think about you. That was the first thing you brought up. You know, like right. just I, you you always circle back to that. But so that must just, have been that must have been a big it's thing. It's just so right? big yeah. because I think that it's held me back in so many situations. Yeah, me too. I know. Like well, it doesn't change, anymore. Don't change yourself to please people and don't worry about what people think. Right. Like just worry about yourself. And right. I think it was on yesterday's episode we kind of referenced like comparing yourself to others. And so it kind of goes along with that. Yeah, I agree. Like, I agree. Don't compare yourself to others. Um, I would say social media is just a highlight reel would be another good thing for a younger me oh, when social media first started getting popular. Yes. Oh, my God. I would have warned myself about yeah. that. Because yes. go, going back even two decades, yes. right? I was still, when it all began and I was in my 20s, it's still, I was, you know, impressionable still at that time. And it was new, right? I feel, honestly, I feel for the kids today that grow up with that. You know, when we mentioned Absolutely. we mentioned yesterday that comparison is the thief of joy. Yeah, right? I mean, and I I think we could do a whole podcast on that because it's right. just it's so prevalent in so many people's lives. Yeah, um, you know, m- mine included. I definitely am not. I do compare myself right. to other people, and I feel like I'm not good enough. Um, another thing I would tell a younger me is like, as far as professional life. Like you don't have to be treated badly right. at the place that you work. Right. Regardless and of what they're going to try to pay you, don't like take it. You, nope. do, you do not have to be treated, mistreated. You do not have to be talked down to. You don't have to, to put up with being bullied or harassed or any of that. Right. Like there right. are other jobs that will respect you. Oh, and for you sure. should go get one of those and and don't just tolerate things. Yes. Going back to the don't worry about people think because- I can honestly, I would tell myself this, and I know this for a fact, and you do too, because we've we've been down this road, I mean, through, God, decades. Again, I've met so many people, but I would, I would tell myself this, don't 
on on that note of pleasing people, don't try to get into a circle that you think is going to be the popular crowd and sacrifice integrity and your happiness to try to be somebody that you're not. Yeah, there's so, don't do that. That is such a resound a resounding theme of this. I think. Well, I think of this. Like, I think. I think kids today would really be able to benefit from that that advice. You know, because I can tell you for you get into your you know you get into your later thirties and forties, and if that's what you were chasing, you're going to realize that you made a mistake. Yeah, and you can't go back. Right. Yeah. So I'm grateful for that. Right. That I didn't. Because I figured that out early in life that I'm not going to try to keep up with the Joneses. I'm not going to try to be car- part of the... Because you want to know what? Often, you will wind up far exceeding anything that a lot of those people ever achieved because they were held back by trying to be somebody else. Mm-hmm. I would tell... And I would tell myself this, a younger self, success will come. It's coming. It will come. It will but come. You, Stick with your guns. Be patient. Right, right. And like follow your your heart and your passions and what you really want to do. Right. There's so many people that I have to do this, I have to do that because they think that the right job and the, and the right amount of money is going to give them uh, the, the, the social acceptance that, uh, well, the, I'm trying to think of the exact term I'm looking for here. They want to they want to fit in, right? right? Oh, here's what it is. The right job, the right amount of money is going and it be, literally becomes their identity. Mm-hmm. That's what I was looking for. Mm-hmm. And that's who they are. And initially, they know that it's not the right thing, but they just keep chugging along and before you know it, it's you you're you're screwed, right? And I know a lot of people that's sad. It's so sad. It is. Or or you you wind up doing something because it's what what you felt like was expected of you or a path that maybe you were led down by your family. Right. You know, whether it's a family business or everybody in my family is a doctor, so I have to be a doctor. Right. Everybody, oh, my, everybody's God. always told me I should be an engineer, so I'm going to be an engineer. And even though I don't really want to and I'm miserable oh, and, it's, God. and it sucks, but I'm, you know, I, I make a lot of money. Oh, it, God. It's, I think it's yeah. that, like the expectation that other people have of you and and falling into that even though you know in your heart it's not you. Yeah, the or most it's not what yeah. you want. The most miserable people on the planet are the ones that are at the dinner table trying to talk about all of their success and show everybody else up in the family. Trust me, I know that for a fact. So It's not me. No. That's it. Exactly. Don't My family thinks I'm weird. <laughs> well, that well, And they're right. You know, it's just like <laughs> But I mean, don't be don't be one of those people. Another thing is, on a serious note, I do have regrets. And there's things that I would tell myself that that I wish that could would that I, I wish I would take the advice and and change. Mm-hmm. Well, a great example, I, I think, and uh, on a somber note, and don't let this get you down too much, but I would tell myself to make sure you tell people how you feel about them, mm-hmm. right? Like I never. I never told, I didn't realize this until shortly after he passed away, but I never told my dad that I loved him until about a week before he died. And I don't think if he was, I don't know if he was even all there enough to comprehend what, when I told him, I never did. He knows. Well, see now you're, I know, but but it's like, but I never said that. I know. And I never said that out loud. And that was a deep regret. And I would say, I would tell my younger self that 
not just in that case, but in everybody's case. Yeah. Tell them how you feel because you'd be surprised the impact that could make on somebody's life. So to that end, like as we're having this conversation about things you would tell your younger self, do you feel like you're embodying those things now? Like, are you telling people how you feel now? Oh, I, I try like, to. Like, have yeah. you learned oh, yeah. from that? Yeah. Like, I'm trying to think. I I feel like I'm being more authentically myself. Of course. And I'm that's, being more yeah. more my weird self. Right. And just being okay with that most of the time. Right. I mean, you, I'm, I'm not weird all the time, but I'm pretty weird. <laughs> uh, but uh, that's, that's the sure. key is like, are you kind of like taking your own advice? Are you right. living these pieces of advice that you would have given to your younger self? We are all individuals created different. I believe that. Mm -hmm. I mean, we are. An another thing, and I remember telling myself this when I was younger, and now I look back and I'm like, how foolish was I? But when I was in my 20s, especially, I would say late teens, early 20s, like when I was in the service and shortly thereafter in college, early, very early in my radio career, I always said to myself, man, I don't want any kids. Oh. Right? Yeah. And I was like, and now you have them and you're like, my God, what an idiot I was. <laughs> because we have two, if it was up to me, you know, and, and the circumstances would have been different and I would have been smarter. And I, I would have a house full of kids because there is <laughs> nothing, nothing in life that will bring you that kind of joy. I there had, is nothing. I had a dream the other night that I was trying to convince you that we should have another baby. And then I woke up and I was like, whoa, no, no, but, no. <laughs> but do you know, you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, and we said that like when, yeah. we, when we got married and had Clara, um, we were like, dang, like if we would have met sooner, I, uh, yeah, if we would have had more kids. And and that's just yeah. life not circumstances and yeah. and. We're very blessed and grateful for what we have, but right. that you can still say like, "Huh, if things would have been different, right. things would have been different." So, as as when when young people say that, I'm like, just don't, don't, don't you 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 don't know yet, right? right. Someday, right. but you don't know, right. you don't know, you don't know, right? You don't because I'm that was I was so set on that. I'm like, no way, man. Because in my mind, it was just one big party through life, mm. right? I mean, I think we all had that like in our 20s and even in, but then I think you get into your mid 30s, around 40, and you start to think a little bit different and then you really start living. I would tell myself that um, there's more to life than being skinny. Oh my God, Because yes. I spent a lot of time <laughs> and energy yes. and hardship worrying about the number on the scale. Right, right. And it's dumb. And it's, it's a waste of time. And not that health doesn't matter or not that, um, you know, fitness and taking care of yourself doesn't matter, but like obsessing about it and thinking that your worth is tied to that right. is what I would tell myself. Like, on that on, calm down. on that note as well, though, when I was, uh, I, I, would, I would say this to my younger self, take care of your body, right? And- Stay fit and stay healthy because if you don't, when you get older, you'll regret it and you'll see people that did and envy them. And that is the honest to God truth. That was 
one of the big inspirations, because I honestly, when I started working with a personal trainer a couple of weeks ago, I was like, I don't know if you can get me back to doing, he goes, I can. He yeah. goes, like, literally, yeah. he goes, you're, how old, he, he asked me, he goes, how old do you think you are? <laughs> and he goes, I go, no, I'm, it's not that. It's just like, I've moved for literally, you know? And he's like, I, absolutely, I'll get you there, right? Well, you can run and you can do all of those things and and play all the sports. You'll Maybe not to the to the level you once did, but you'll be as mobile and you'll still enjoy them every bit as much and feel that feeling. Mm-hmm. And if I would have kept that, it wouldn't have been this journey, long journey back that I'm facing now. But now you're learning from this and from right. the past and you can look back. Oh, yeah. Maintaining a, a fit body. And taking care of yourself, investing in your body. My God, is there anything else in life that's more important than well, the temple get, that you walk around in? You only get one. Right. That so is probably, right. <laughs> like, consider what I you're mean, feeding you, it. And If you think about it, how bizarre is it that people just neglect it? Yeah. Right? Are you it's, kidding me? There's You don't have a possession more important than your physical, your body. Right, that is it it's, for you. It's the vehicle that gets right? you, gets you around the. It's just the life. And I didn't. But when you're young, you there. I think you're not faced with mortality. True. Right. True. You don't think about that, you know. And then you get a little bit older, and you start thinking about that. And you look at your children, and you're like, God, I want to be around a while. <laughs> right. Totally. I and mean, I, that's the things. But you're not. I mean, you're. Th- I, God, I think about things I've done when I was younger. I'm like, how many years did I shave oh, off God, my I life? Know. Right. Jeez. But that's it's never too late to turn that around, by the way. And and like this comes with getting older too. You, you, you're never gonna be younger than you are right now. Right. You know, I right. remember being 30 and like, oh, I'm so fat, which I wasn't, but I would always think that. And it's like you're this this is as young as I'm ever gonna be. Right. So why can't I just appreciate it and enjoy it and accept it? Instead of, like, beating myself up about it. Right. Oh, I'm, I have wrinkles. What? Who cares? What is that? Yeah, it's Laugh, just... Right, smile. Right. Enjoy life. God, when I see people in their... Young folks in their in their teens and early 20s, and I'm just like, man, you just live. Live mm-hmm. your life. That would be another... I mean, that's all falls in line with what we've been saying. You be you... And live your life to the fullest. And don't take it so seriously. No. You get one shot. You know, like just. You just get the one go around. Uh, I hope we're not depressing people. I'm not. I'm I don't not. feel depressed. I, I don't, feel I don't, like. I don't feel depressed either. I know. I just. Because I've reached a point in my life where I could talk about this. And I feel like I'm. We're, we've got things headed in the right direction. And I'm. I'm happier than I've ever been looking ahead. Maybe that's the feeling that, that I'm having because I'm like, I feeling. feel good and I yeah. feel like things are good. And I actually had someone say to me the other day, and it's a, a woman who I have a deep respect for and um, I look up to. And we were we were chatting and she said, um, gosh, you're just you're doing so well. Your parents must be so proud of you. And her saying that, like, told me that she was proud. Of right. Me. And I was right. like, oh. Thanks. Right. Like it really meant something. Sometimes you to don't have someone say that. Right. And I and one thing I have always loathed throughout my life, and I still there's probably some deep rooted issue 
But I hate compliments. You are terrible at accepting. I don't, I don't want them. Words of affirmation. And I, and I still don't want them. And I don't know why that is, <laughs> but I hate compliments. And it's like, and it drives people crazy. Every GM I've ever had was like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> you you right. can't do it. <laughs> right. I can't do it. I don't, I don't. And I'm like, please tell me I'm doing okay. Otherwise I'm going to think I'm doing really bad and I'm going to panic every single day. No. Like I have my 90 day review at work today. It's been longer than 90 days, but it's today. And my supervisor was like, I'm excited. And I was like, why? I'm not excited. I'm nervous. I'm scared. And she was like, if anything was like not going well, you'd know. Like we, we, we wouldn't just spring it on you. And I'm like, oh, I get very nervous and very panicky, but it's going to be okay. I, right. That's what that's what I should be learning. Like, calm down. It's going to be okay. And then uh, on that note, I would tell myself, don't underestimate yourself. Yes, right? that's a good one. And because when, when I... In, in how many times in my life I've gone through terrible experiences because I knew that it was going to be bad, but I listened to somebody else telling me it was going to be fine or that's the way we should do things. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Welcome, welcome to three decades in radio, <laughs> right? That was, I mean, and I think that was a big part of the reason when I saw the future and I, you and I talked about this and I saw where things were headed. I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to make those mistakes anymore. I'm going to grab this bull by the horns and we're going to keep moving. Anybody who doesn't want to get on can get left behind. And I made that decision. We both did. And people think you're crazy. Yeah, and they, but I'm like, nope, I know. I've been there before. I've been in this situation. I know what I'm thinking is right. And I'm going to beat you to the punch. And, and here I, we are. And, and the only reason that I had the ability to do that or the guts is because life experience, uh -huh. right? So it's it's an interesting thing to think about. And don't beat yourself up. But it's a cool conversation, and I encourage you to have this conversation with people close to you because it's, it's something or to think about. And honestly, you can help each other out. And if you're not comfortable with that, because that's not everyone just spews their feelings to the world. No, but I'm talking about what I, I said, people close I know, to you. I know, yeah. but also journaling, I think, is a really good tool. Sure, right. Um, like meditating is a really good tool for just working through <laughs> thoughts and feelings it is see now there's another another one of the uh i guess there was uh <laughs> one of the teachers i went to uh uh religious affiliated schools for a big chunk of my young life and uh -huh. i was i think i was in junior high at the time and one of my uh, instructors said never journal don't keep a diary don't write anything down because when you go, everything that in that's in your head needs to go with you. And I thought, what kind of secrets does that like, dude have? What, what kind of what kind of weirdo are Ooh. you when you get home and close the door? Hey. Right? I'm like, I couldn't under. I was like, and that struck me even at that point. I'm like, you're crazy. Yeah. And so I, yeah. But I mean, that was an. I, I I like that idea. I like because not only that, you can look back on it. That uh -huh. right? I, and I don't. Like when I journal, I'm not, it's not like a dear diary today. It's, it's more just like things I'm thinking about sure. or just, um, just like random musings that come up. I don't know. It's, I'm probably not even doing it right, but it makes me feel no, good. No. It makes, hey. There's no wrong way. If it feels good, do it. If it feels good, do it. There's but, <laughs> but it does make me feel good. And I, I sometimes will like write in, in future tense, like about things that I want to happen. And that's kind of a trippy thing to do. 
Right. And then to go back, I like to go back and read old entries and I'll be like, whoa, you know what? That actually happened. (laughs) I can't wait. And this is coming, by the way, to give you a little insight on where the uh, podcast is headed. Uh, We are, you know, in the near future here, there will be guests that we're going to invite into the conversation and it's going to be cool. Yeah. Right. And it's going to be some of the uh, obviously the the people, the uh, the people that support us who have made this podcast possible and just some of the community people and just and experts. And some of them won't even be here. Yeah, they'll be from you know, remotely. But it's there's some exciting stuff coming. And I love to have deep conversation with uh, with a lot of different people. I know a life coach that I want to have on. There we go. And I follow her on Instagram and she actually is local. So we could like have her in person. But She's cool, and she's just, like, done all of these big, crazy things. She went from an office job to this, like, cool business. And right. anyway, I she would it. tell me I was not journaling the wrong way right. because there is no wrong way. There isn't. There isn't. <laughs> Again, we'd love for you to weigh in. If, there, if, if you would like to give us your best piece of advice that you would offer a younger you, we'd love to hear about it. Remember, you can weigh in uh, on social media. Search George and Jess podcast on facebook you'll find us on instagram as well and remember you can always find our episodes and links to our social media accounts and links to our sponsors as well all on our web page we'd love for you to visit georgeandjess.com make sure you subscribe you get that little thing every morning when we load a new episode monday through friday at 6 a.m